Welcome back to the WMAY Morning News Feed. Jim Leach in all week for Greg Bishop. And no, I am not used to getting up in the mornings at all. Still not after all this time. Fortunately, we have uh, guests who will uh, talk coherently even when I'm unable to, including Representative Tim Butler, who is here in studio with us. Representative, always great to have you. Yeah, good morning, Jim. I knew Bishop wasn't on air this morning when I turned on an hour ago, and you're talking about the White Sox and the Bears. Sports, something we know Bishop will never discuss. I, so. I decided to disorient the, disorient the audience right from the word go. They had no idea what's going on now. And I see you wearing your nice Bears uh, cap, very nice, in your Bears shirt. How about yeah, that? Huh? That was yeah. a great win, absolutely. Oh, uh, it was. It was. It was fun to watch. Yeah, I, unexpected. Well, I, uh, I I told the story about my uh, my wife gets mad at me. One of the few areas of disagreement because I am a Bears fan who goes in expecting the worst and then being pleasantly surprised if it turns out differently. She goes in as an optimist and. Is often bitterly disappointed, but she says true fans should go in thinking the team's going to win and do great. And I'm like, true fans actually watch the games. We exactly. know how this goes. But exactly. in any event, so we'll work that out amongst ourselves. Thank you for for being sure here. Thing. We started last week uh, first in a series of hearings on uh, the congressional redistricting and drawing new congressional district maps, which was interesting since we don't even have a draft map to uh, to look at yet. Now, has has that changed over the weekend? Have you seen anything? resembling a, a proposed map for these congressional districts? Uh, I have seen nothing resembling in a proposed map from, from the Democrats. Uh, I would uh, assume we're going to have pretty much the same um, uh, it's, it's going to move forward the same way it did in the spring with the legislative maps. We'll probably have this round of hearings. We have five scheduled, I think, this week. And my guess is we will see a map uh, we go back into session on the 19th next Tuesday. Uh, it'll probably be the day or so before we go into session when we see a congressional map. And, you know, I think it's I think it's unfortunate. We've had a lot of these groups testify, a lot of the advocacy groups testify to the fact that they would like uh, multiple weeks to be able to review a map. They did on the legislative maps. That was, that was what Change Illinois testified to in the, in the hearings we had the other day as well. Um, but certainly that's not the way that, that it's, uh, <clears throat> I, I think it's going to operate. And I think it's unfortunate for the people that, that we don't have the ability to, to react to something, what we think is going to, to be the actual map. But we've got the portal. We could all go in and draw our <laughs> own maps. Um, is, is anybody doing that? And is anybody looking at those maps? Uh, I, I don't know if anyone's looking at those. Those those go to the staff of, of the majority. Uh, the portal, and as far as I know, has not been well used, uh, the online ability to draw your own map it's um it's certainly drawing this is a complicated process uh i know some of the advocacy groups have submitted especially individual maps for specific districts like there there's um an orthodox jewish group that was looking for specific districts on the northwest side of chicago and things like that but uh, as far as i know i anyone who has submitted like a map statewide i'm not i'm not familiar with that now i know you and your your fellow republicans in the legislature and in the congress as well feel very strongly about this and i will get to that but but one lingering question i have about this is that is this something constituents actually care about? Are they actually talking to you about it? Because I'll be honest, when I go out and I talk to people or when we ask people you know, on open phone lines and things, nobody says, I'm just mad about the shape of my congressional district or I'm upset about the boundaries of my legislative district. Is this something people really care about? Well, I think it's, you know, Jim, I think that's a fair point to say that people don't talk about this, you know, uh, a ton. It's not like they're um, coming up to me on the street and saying, you know, there are people that do, but also, you know, there's a lot of other issues that we deal with that 
garner attention. I think that 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 are at the top of people's mind. But I I think it it underscores a lot of the frustrations that people have about all sorts of things with um, uh, with the process with with the legislative process with with boundaries of of who represents them. And that's and that's the fairness of it and and the fact that it's become uh, overly partisan. And I think a lot of people uh, are concerned about that. Uh, I think it's it's one of the reasons why you see people you know. I, I don't hear a lot of talk about term limits either, but when you talk to people about term limits, it's something that they support because they, they don't think politicians should be here for a long time. They support but, it, but they don't actually vote that way. They voted for John Shimkus for years <laughs> long after he broke his term well, limit pledge, and they just kept reelecting that, him. That's, that's the old thing where they, they like their, their local person, but they, they, they don't like it overall. You know, in my opinion, you know, the, the map thing is, is something that, I mean, look, we had almost 600,000 Illinoisans sign petitions in a few years ago to put a, a fair map constitutional amendment on, on the ballot. Certainly, this is an issue that has garnered a lot of attention across the country. We've seen we've seen commissions spring up over the last two decades. And it's, it's also only something that happens every 10 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it's not like it's not like taxes or it's not like it's not like human services program, things that we talk about every single session that we're in. It only comes around once every 10 years. But I say I, I also think it People get frustrated when they, when you know, I get contacted from a lot of people who live outside my uh, district, who live in Springfield, because because they think I'm their representative, because I'm on your radio show, or they yeah. see me on TV and stuff like that. And I think that underscores the frustration when the fact that you know Tim Butler isn't their representative, someone from somewhere else in the state is their representative, or something like that. And I think I think um, you know it's 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 something that's that's very important, and also it gets to the heart of of you know, our democracy. I mean, how we draw these lines determines who represents us in, in everything from, from local offices to national offices. And I think that's something that, that, um, while people might not be saying directly every day, Hey, I'm concerned about redistricting. I think overall it's, it's something that's very important to the people. Ultimately though. Uh, and I made this point last week in an article we posted online, uh, maps don't vote. People do. And you yourself brought up Rodney Davis's district that was drawn, uh, almost a decade decade ago, designed to help Democrats. It, uh, it tied together various college towns and, uh, and Democratic concentrations of voters in the hopes of creating a district that would lean Democratic. But Rodney Davis has won that district election after election after election. So doesn't that say that ultimately the maps are not that big a deal because voters still have the last say? Well, I, I read your piece, by the way, and I guess uh, after I read that, I should have uh, maybe uh, in my remarks the other day gone a little further on what it is. But my point was... Not necessarily that that Rodney Davis or David Gill ten years ago or whoever got elected. It's the fact that that district was drawn for a specific reason to try and elect a Democrat by dividing communities. So if you live in Sherman or you live in Chatham or you live on the lake, <laughs> a large part of the lake, Rodney Davis isn't your congressman. Uh, Darren LaHood is. Those 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 you know, communities get divided up. If you live in, if you live in Bloomington Normal, um, and you live on the northeast side of Bloomington Normal instead of the southwest side of Bloomington Normal, you have different people that are represented. You have a district in in the 13th district that links in that links in Urbana with 
Godfrey. And my point is that's not how we should do it. We shouldn't divide communities needlessly for political gain. And this is something I've said from the beginning from from uh, the legislative maps down. It's to my point earlier when people contact my office who live a few blocks south of me on the north end of Springfield and I got to tell them, "Hey, you got to call Representative Shear over in Decatur because she's your representative." That's my point. We shouldn't needlessly divide communities. And that's what we've done here. And we've done it on a bipartisan basis. The other thing that I talked about the other day when I brought up Representative Davis's district was the old Lane Evans district from 20 years ago, which is one of the most in- incredibly gerrymandered districts that you've ever seen. And we did that for incumbent protection. That's what we did it for. Um, linking, uh, I, I made the point, my, my father-in-law lives in Oakney, Illinois, which is 40 miles south of Decatur, and his congressman was Lane Evans up in the Quad Cities. I mean, there's, there's no connection there. And I think we need a better process that, yes, respects communities of interest, minority communities, minority rights, but also communities of interest depending on where we live, because the people of Sherman and Chatham and Rochester and Springfield have things in common, and they shouldn't be needlessly divided among these districts. Representative Tim Butler is here with us in studio. So where is the Republican map to show us how it's done? Look, we've been consistent in the fact that uh, from from several years ago that we think a commission should do this. Uh, We're not going to have politicians draw maps, because when politicians draw maps, we get something like the Lane Evans district. That's that's what happens. We get but the it, Rodney it, Davis district. I mean, you, you could draw us the, the type of map you're talking about here. If it's doable, where you don't yeah. have to divide communities we, and things. We we could, but we, again, we don't believe that the that it's up to us to determine. It should be the people that, that determine that. And and honestly, Jim, let's, let's be honest about this. We could throw whatever map that we're going to throw out there. The Democrats are going to swat it aside, and they're going to do what they're going to do. That's, that's, that's what they're going to do. So, but, but I think part of the issue is people have a hard time understanding. Because, for example, if if all of Springfield and all of Sangamon County were in one congressional district, uh, maybe represented by Darren LaHood, maybe represented by Rodney Davis, how's life different for, for me, for you, for anybody uh, in that case? I guess what, pe- I, what I think people have a hard time understanding is how does this make a practical difference in their lives? Well, it makes a difference uh, on – it might not make a difference today – that under that example between Rodney Davis and Darren LaHood, but it does because Rodney Davis has a different voting record than Darren LaHood. What if Betsy Londrigan would have won? What if David Gill would have won? It would have been massively different between between people. Maybe good, maybe bad, depending on where you live. My point is that the the things that bring us together as a community should also bring us together uh, on our boundaries for for districts, for for county board districts, for for city council districts, for legislative districts, for congressional districts. Look, you're going to have to draw the lines somewhere, but under the legislative maps. We have 60 counties in Illinois that get split somehow in legislative districts. 60 counties. Uh, That's two-thirds of our counties in Illinois that have have lines drawn with them. Now, granted, Cook County is going to get split. DuPage County is going to get split. I get it. But when you divide Montgomery County or Christian County into three, four, five legislative districts, that doesn't serve the people well. It doesn't serve them well at all. Uh, Has anybody talked to Congressman Davis or LaHood about federal legislation to prohibit Partisan gerrymandering. Yeah, that's that's part of uh, HR one uh, that has a lot of other things in it that that I know those t- those two didn't like, but there is one portion of HR one that they that uh, they both I think agree with, and that was the fact that it would it would um, say from the federal level on congressional maps that it would have to be done by a nonpartisan commission. So I know that's something that they've come out in wait, support of. Wait, have they come out with that clean bill that doesn't have the other stuff on it? I, I mean, I, I have to talk to them. I don't know. Well, I mean, but. Uh, this 
just comes back to, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about this here in Illinois. It's Republicans raising these issues. Yet I don't hear a lot of Republicans complaining about it when states controlled by Republicans have the same sort of partisan gerrymandering. No, I've, I've said it. I th- I, I've, look, I think, I think this is the way we should do it. I don't care if you're a Republican state. I don't care if you're a Democratic state. It should be out of the hands of the, the politicians. And it's funny that a lot of you, you're hearing it now from Democrats, from, from states that have gone to commissions that have taken it out of, you know, places like California, which have, which have now instituted a commission, and, and Democrats are concerned that they've taken it out of the hands of the politicians. You know what? That's, that's the problem. When all of a sudden we go to something that's good for the people and politicians realize that it's not as good for them, and then they start backtracking on it. You know, there, there's, this should not – I mean, look, politics is part of what we do. I mean, it's, it's a political process. I get it. But, but the, what we've done with, with redistricting across the country uh, is really atrocious. And what it has done is lead to hyper-partisanship as well. By drawing districts where you pack Republicans into one district or split Democrats up in a, another district to try to get partisan gain has helped lead to this partisan split that we have because it's created less competitive districts. Well, get on the phone if you're in Sioux Shearer district, Doris Turner's district, because Representative Butler probably isn't going to have a lot of ability to influence the outcome of this, but but they could potentially in in the majority in the House and Ab- Senate. Absolutely, and you know in the House it's going to take it's going to take seventy one votes to to pass it because because we're past the the July one deadline. So in the House there's seventy three Democrats. There's it takes seventy one votes to pass it. So if three Democrats see the light and understand that there's another path forward, then it, they might be able to change the way we do things in Illinois. So the fall veto session begins next week. We'll be watching. To finally see these maps and see where the boundaries lie. Uh, do you have any guesses? I mean, as we're sitting here right now, are we going to be in Rodney Davis's district, Darren LaHood's? They're going to draw us into Mary Miller's that's, district. What's that's gonna- a good question, but I, but I think it's it's interesting with the fact that you have someone who was a top senior advisor to the to the uh, governor, who she's already announced that she's running for Congress against Rodney Davis yeah. in a district yet to be seen, and she's she's you know, she's moved back to Springfield, I guess, or tried to establish, you know, in, in a district that we don't even know that exists yet. Yeah, there are reports and, that uh, congressional Democrats and Senator Durbin have already uh, been given a glimpse well, of something. I, I, I certainly think the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee and Nancy Pelosi's team and Senator Durbin are leading the charge on this map. So I, I who knows? I, I think you're going to see a district similar to to Congressman Davis's that, that links together some of these communities across the, the, the you know, east to west in the state, south, you know, to the southwest. Um, but we'll see. I, I, again, I think it's going to be something we'll see probably the night before we vote on it. What else should we be looking for in the fall veto session? You know, that's that's a good question. We're scheduled to be in six days. I, I talked to several of my Democratic colleagues last week that said they're expecting to be here all six days. I think we have potentially, I've heard uh, some cleanup language on the energy bill that we may have to do, maybe some cleanup language on the ethics bill that we have to do. Certainly there's a lot of other issues that have come up uh, that the Democrats have, have promoted in light of the, the Texas abortion uh, law that came out. And, and so I'll be really interested to see there's not a lot on the docket right now, but certainly um, I'm sure every legislator has a great idea of something that they'd like to see done in, in veto session. Well, we hope we'll be able to uh, connect with you uh, next week and the week after uh, during the veto session just to see what happens and where it goes and how it impacts all of us. Absolutely. Happy to. Always appreciate your time.